0: This is Dr. Jonathan
1: Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Special guest, Dr. Andy Nazario. Dr. Nazario enlisted in the U.S. Navy in 1969, where he served until 1973. After graduation from Texas Tech University with a Bachelor of Science degree in education, 1977, he was commissioned in the Army Reserves, retiring at the rank of Captain. He is 30 year veteran law enforcement retiring from the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office in Albuquerque, New Mexico, as a lieutenant. Although I think they gave you the rank of captain, didn't they? Yes, retirement, yes. And he graduated of the FBI National Academy, obtained a Masters of Arts degree in public affairs, administration, from New Mexico Highlands University, and a PhD in business with a concentration in criminal justice from North Central University in Arizona. He's retired as an assistant professor of criminal justice at Eastern New Mexico University. Welcome back, Andy. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. We've been uh, interviewing you now for a couple weeks and uh, I've had a great, great week. I've had Lauren Culp. Lauren Culp ran for governor against Jay Inslee. Now he's running for U.S. Congress. I had our, Sheriff for Snohomish County, Adam Fortney. It was a great interview yesterday. Adam Fortney actually came against Jay Inslee, said, I will not arrest anybody for violating your unconstitutional edicts to wear face masks. Uh, I won't do it. Uh, and uh, he has refused to arrest anything that Jay Inslee has done that's unconstitutional. Jay Inslee tried to impeach him, but the people in Snohomish County retained him. So again, I had Sheriff Jay, or I should say Sheriff Adam Fortney with me yesterday, and it was a great, great interview. I also had today Stephen Pigeon, Attorney Pigeon, and uh, we did an explosive uh, conversation on COVID and uh, what they're using COVID for and the, uh, the poisonous ingredients in COVID. And it's just outright tyranny what they're doing with this vaccination. And we talked about how people are resigning instead of taking the vaccination. So, Andy, why don't you make uh, uh, continue where we left off the last time we spoke? Okay. Uh, i put a
2: plug in for uh, Attorney Pigeon. Him and I have done uh, TV shows with you in the past. Very intelligent person. And I have some information I'm doing research. I hope to get with you later on uh, this COVID vaccine and some startling things I found out. Okay. But uh, we were discussing the church and the lack of the church taking an active role in what's going on today. And I was at the point where I was going to read from a book titled The Science of Judgment. And it just happens to be by a Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hanson. On page 185, the church today is filled with people calling themselves Christians, that yet living a lifestyle in direct violation of Scripture. And then you start going into a, to naming a few and transgender and, and such as that. Um, if people have been watching the news, there was a man who was just arrested the other day in Virginia whose daughter was raped by a transgender person in the girls bathroom at the school when he went to the school board and started complaining because they said there had been those sexual assaults since they had instilled this woke uh, process. And uh, he actually got arrested for telecorrecting them and saying his daughter was uh, sexually assaulted in the restroom. And it goes back. I don't know if the, those who get your last newsletter, Yes. On October 2021, you speak about the Christian hypocrisies, and and, uh, it's really worth reading. And and if you don't have it, I think you can go on to your webpage and read that.
1: Yeah, the the webpage is www.worldministries.org. They can send me a uh, request to to get my monthly, bi-monthly news articles at warning at worldministries.org. But yes, I, I wrote on Christian hypocrisy
2: and tying in with that uh, there was a port report uh, from the christian post that stated the study shows in general that while a majority of americans self-identified as christians including many who identify as evangelical believe that god is all-powerful all-knowing and is the creator of the universe more than half reject a number of biblical teachings and principles, including the existence of the Holy Spirit. And I just, I can't fathom if you believe that God is the creator of all things, that you would deny the Holy Spirit.
1: Well, that's one of the major problems we have today is half of the churches are under the Federal Council of Churches. Now, that is a communist covering, a Marxist covering. They're over the National Council, Council of Churches, they're over the World Council of Churches. And so these are mainline churches that are under a Marxist ideology. And they deny the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They back abortion, homosexuality, same sex marriage. Half of the churches, Andy. And uh, so actually, half of the churches are in real sin, a backslidden condition. But when Jesus ascended, he said, go, Terry, don't even try to represent me until you're baptized in my spirit. Don't even try to represent me because he's not going to do anything on earth for you today. He's not coming out of heaven to solve our problems till the battle of Armageddon. He commissioned true followers as his ambassadors. But he said, go, Terry, so you can have my power in you so you can do what I did on earth. And so that's, you know, and when half of the church even denies the baptism uh, and then the other half of the church, much of the church is not filled with the Holy Spirit as far as baptizing the Holy Spirit, moving in the Holy Spirit, the power of God. I mean, we're a mess in America. We're a total dysfunctional mess. We are. We are. And uh, Satan
2: is that we're at battle. Uh, we're at battle with a uh, spiritual battle as we as well now as being in a physical battle with all the things that are coming up. The uh, blaze had a story uh, recently. It says the satanic temple says it will sue to stop an abortion ban in Texas on the basis that it's a violation of the right of freedom of religion. So what religion are they uh, proclaiming freedom of religion? They're denying the freedom of religion of the truth of the word of God and that, a. a we are to uh, have children, go forth and multiply. We are to uh, take responsibility for having children. And they're denying that biblical truth for a satanic truth. It, in another story article I read, the fall of the U.S. will come because of the church being separated and complacent. In 1937, 73% belong to the church. Today, it's at 47%. Quite a drop, seventy-three percent down to forty-seven percent, less than half. This reminds me of Second Thessalonians two and three, on except there come a great falling away. And I think that falling away has been occurring over over time. If we do not learn from history and teach our youth, then we are doomed to repeat the evils. In Germany in World War II, there was a minister named Martin Nimola. And he said, first they came for the Socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a Socialist. Then they came for the Trade Unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a Trade Unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I am not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out. Pastors need to lead, as in Jeremiah 23, the Lord states, Woe be unto pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep for my pastor, saith the Lord. And this lack of uh, teaching by pastors, lack of leading, and, and I'm not including everybody because I know there are several good pastors out there, including you, Dr. Hansen, that are leading their flock and telling the truth and scripturally being true. And, but they're, they're failing. They're failing this. On page 39 on the science of judgment, you stated the people could not even recognize sin any longer. As their fathers had forsaken truth and rebelled, their children continued to reject truth and in the end became worse than their fathers. And that's what we're doing. When it talks about the sins of the father going on to the children, it's because the fathers aren't teaching the uh, your children about repentance in the Lord. In obeying His commandments, and all—all uh, all I can say is what it states in the Bible is, uh, "God I deny, Baruch, Abba, Bashim I deny," which is blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord.
1: Well, the Bible is mm-hmm. so very clear that in the last days perilous times will come. Second Timothy three one it says, "For men will be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God." Second Timothy three two and th- through four. Jesus asked the question in Luke 18.8, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? I believe today, like never before in the history of the United States of America, as well as every nation, Jesus Christ is being maligned, ridiculed, and made obsolete. You're talking about uh, before uh, suing, and we're talking about uh, witches suing and uh, what are we facing? Well, you're facing pure Satanism, and you're going right back to Genesis 11, 1 through 9, the fight to build the Tower of Babel. Uh, it's back, only this time it's called a New World Order, a one-world government. People and nation after nation are being lied to, manipulated, intimidated, even forced to comply with tyrannical policies, including, COVID, including COVID-19 vaccinations. This is wrong, but the world elite want to control every person on earth. They eventually want to uh, mark them, as warned in Revelation chapter 13, where it says without taking the mark, people will not be able to buy or sell. And we're talking about the mark of the beast, which I'm not saying this COVID-19 is, but I'm saying it's likened to that and it's leading up to that. It's programming people to take the mark. So those who refuse to take this mark in Revelation 13 will eventually be arrested, imprisoned, and many killed. Andy? Yes,
2: and uh, that, that goes on with what I'm doing in research right now when you're talking about COVID and Mark of the Beast, because I've been coming up with some really startling information, and I, maybe we can come back later, and I'll go into when I finish the research. But there was a 60-minute article or interview on the development of a uh, vaccine that they could give someone that actually injected a, a uh, chip into the person or, or a, a chemical that or component that would send out a message on your uh, biotechnology. It's called artificial intelligence, and uh, it's basically leading towards transhumanism. But on this 60-minute interview, they were talking about putting this uh, substance into a sailor, and his body becomes a transmitter through uh, to a computer and through telephones and that the information on the person could be monitored. And if he starts getting sick or something like that, they can take proactive action to ensure that his health is done. But what we're talking about is a communication system that's set up. Now, I've been doing uh, some research on Karen Kingston, who was a former Pfizer employee. Uh, the drug company. And she's talking about them doing the same thing with the COVID vaccine. And the, the OCDE, which is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which is a 38 nation uh, organization, which includes the United States. And you know our secretary was there giving a speech, and uh, by Secretary Blinken was there. And that's where I got into this organization. And they're talking about the economics. And that it's economically feasible or better for countries to monitor through the vaccines who's got the vaccine. And by doing so, they can tell whether or not the people are uh, at a higher risk economically so they can adjust their credit score. And they're going to this one world money order system. Oddly enough, with the vaccine being sent out, it's uh, only gone to the United States and its 10 allies nations, they have 90% of the vaccines. They want to have this done by the year 2022. 2022 is when their uh, CDC is saying they want everybody vaccinated in this country. Where it stands, we're at about uh, 50% uh, roughly of people fully vaccinated. And then we're getting these other vaccines that they're giving uh, booster shots and what they were talking about according to karen kingston is that when you go into a church setting and they rate you higher at a higher risk for going to church than they do to go to football games or baseball games and such as that because you're at a higher risk then it may be necessary for you to get the booster shots they say now if they have a chemical that's already available to put in this is pre-2019 pre the 60-minute interview, they've had this technology for quite some time now. And if they can put this chemical into you and turn you into a, uh, a transmitter on your to a, a bigger big brother system than uh, through your cell phones, then it could be very well be in place right now. And I was thinking about that. I'm holding my cell phone right now. It's in my hand, and it's up against my head. And uh, it's in you know, the Revelation talks about the mark being in your hand or on your head and you couldn't buy or sell without it. But the OCDE is talking about restricting what you can buy and sell based on your your uh, score through the vaccine and through your contacts with other people, because you're more at risk if you go to church. So this is this is leading. And another doctor was uh, doing research to test this theory on the on the uh, COVID vaccine. And this is what's surprising, and I'll have more for you on this later, is that he had uh, people who were fully vaccinated in a room and he had this monitor and, and he said, you can get these uh, for about a hundred dollars that tells you if there's any electronic devices sending off signals within a room. And he went in there with the COVID person and tested there was no signals being sent out he left the room came back in with the cell phone turned the cell phone on and then turned it off and had it on for a few minutes and then turned it off and took the cell phone out of the out of the room out of the a way that it wouldn't be in, interfering in any way went back in the room turned on the tester and the people were giving off signals so what he did was kind of verify this uh scenario that that there's there's uh, something in this vaccine that's activated by cell phones and that it starts transmitting information through your cell phone to somebody.
1: Well, I will tell you, people are rising up all over the place and and refusing to take the vaccination. I have in front of me uh, again headline news. It says 27 United States Air Force pilots resigned over COVID-19 vaccination mandate. September 6, 2021. 27 active duty U.S. Air Force pilots have resigned their commission over the unconstitutionality of Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin's mandate requiring all armed force members to at once receive a COVID-19 vaccination. It says the exodus began on August 27 with 12 pilots from the 1st Fighter Wing at Joint Base Langley, Eustis, Virginia, submitting to their commanding officer letters of resignation only hours after they received a 4 a.m. text message instructing them to submit to a mandatory COVID-19 vaccination by 10 a.m. that same day. One officer, 29-year-old F-22 Raptor pilot, said of the situation, We undergo routine physicals and must meet rigorous fitness standards to stay on flight duty. I think it's safe to say all Air Force pilots are in good Physical condition. We must be to endure extreme G-4 stress on our body. There is no reason we should be at risk of COVID-19 or becoming sick from it. He says, I know I'm not alone in rejecting this potentially dangerous and unsound, untested shot. Pilots at other Air Force bases apparently joined him in solidarity. A day later, 15 pilots of the 2nd Bomb Wing in Barksdale, Louisiana, tendered letters of resignation after they too received orders to get the jab. The order stated explicitly that any officer refusing a COVID-19 vaccination would lose his flight status and be subject to disciplinary action, including a potential dishonorable discharge from the service. A pilot with a second bomb wing told RRN that he and his fellow pilots marched into their commanding officer's office and dropped the resignation letters on his desk. He added that airmen and maintenance crews, enlisted persons who cannot simply resign from the service, are also furious about the mandatory vaccination requirements. Uh, Andy, people are really getting upset. They are. And
2: and, and it's starting to affect everybody in in this country, the the ones who are refusing to take the vaccine. Southwest Airlines just had a big, uh, if you saw it on the news, where they had to cancel many, many flights and. They claim it was because of weather, but what uh, actually maybe it—and they're not going to say this because they cannot uh, go on strike. Airline pilots and uh, and uh, the flight control people, but they all a lot of them didn't show up to work. So yeah, that's, I know. that yeah. caused that caused all this—the uh, dock shortage and or uh, trans uh, container shortage. I mean being brought into the country through the ports in L.A., um, Biden has come out and said that he's going to make them go work 24-7 until they get caught up. The problem is the uh, Doc labor union doesn't want to work 24-7, and a lot of people were refusing because there's over 100 in the mandatory California vaccine, are refusing to get vaccinated and aren't working.
1: Well, there's thousands and thousands of medical doctors and, and all branches of society are refusing to get vaccinated. People are walking off the jobs. Uh, this thing has only begun. We're going to see civil unrest continue. We're going to see a civil war and eventually innovation. invasion. This is Dr. Jonathan Hanson. My special guests have been Dr. Andy Nazario. And you've been listening to the Warning Radio program. Now listen carefully. We talked. Andy referred to my book, The Science of Judgment. And I want you to listen to the chapters.
3: Rev. Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled, The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws, or the rules of design, regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hanson for the years that have gone into the research and writing of The Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part one, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as, The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility The Feasts of the Lord Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings Example of King Jehoshaphat Ungodly Alliances God is Predictable God Holds People Accountable Man Can Turn Into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution Has Chapters Titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution Evolution and Racism Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and Its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as, The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as, People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248 360-629-5248 that is 360-629-5248 and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more plus shipping and handling thank you and shalom